You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. Go plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. It's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. Don't talk shit about it. Andrew sure has to take a bullet for me. <laughs> He would too, probably. That, that's that's a good opener. He might do it accidentally. That should be the name of this episode. Andrew Charles would take a bullet for me. You should, you should your first special. Walter. That should Andrew. be your first special. <laughs> the title of your first oh special. Andrew Charles. Andrew Charles. And he would take a bullet. He's not on the show. That's what I'm whatsoever. He's not like he's not. He doesn't open. He doesn't host. He does. He's just doesn't even know about it until you announce. I'm doing Russell Peters. And I misspell Andrew Charles's name, so I don't have to pay him a dime. I love you, Andrew. If you're listening, he's not listening. He might. No, he's not. I feel like he he's should. Just, I don't think he's so. such a nice guy. He's he take a, a bullet nice for you. He can take a bullet for me, but I don't think he listens. But he doesn't listen to your fucking show. Walter. Hey. How you doing? I'm great. You're great. I'm so good. So I don't even. I this might be the only Stevie podcast we have up on the site because I remember at one point we recorded one, weren't allowed to put it up. Then we took down another one at Stevie's request. It's a vaporizer, though. I don't think I ever put your other episode back. I think that you might yeah, have no you, you know about this, right? You know about the lost episode? I know about the we, lost we, episode. We, it, yeah, but it comes you, up but, a lot. It comes up a lot. But like, we, it but comes up also, a lot in this context. We have one asshole who wouldn't let us put out a, a, an episode of the podcast. We have one person who wouldn't let us put out But I think we also took episode. down so the other one. I don't know why you took down the other one. Because you asked me to? Uh, that's probably smart, though. <laughs> I made a lot of money. Whatever, you have the fucking money now. Off of those podcasts. Not I don't think yeah. it would have fucked you. Honestly, yeah, those lawyers were trying to pull some crazy shit. They were taking pictures off my Facebook of, like, me. They had a picture of me with my hand out where I'm smiling, and they were trying to use that to say that my hand wasn't affecting my life. Because mm-hmm. I, I was able to smile while holding a crippled hand or whatever. <laughs> it was like some really crazy nonsense. I'd buy that. That's a, that's a good argument. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look at him. He's smiling yeah. and waving. Yeah, they were like, look at what a good time he's having with his crippled hand. You really think that he deserves money? <laughs> so, yeah. So, probably a good thing that we took down all that incriminating information. I hope Shug Knight has better lawyers. That's all I can say. Man, that guy. Do you know about the Suge Knight yeah, he's trial? Done. He's done. I, read, I read a Rolling Stone article about the Suge Knight. He's the latest Suge Knight trial. The the current one, yeah, where, yeah, where yeah he exactly. Ran where people. he ran a dude down out of self defense. He ran a guy down out of self defense. I think he might. I think you know. He there's a chance. That's so. That's so fucking weird. I don't fuck. Like, I, mean, I do it all the time, but <laughs> never been caught. So run oh. people down. Yeah, I never get caught on camera. Thank God. Suge Shug Knight and like or. It's gone. It's off. Suge Knight and just like just in general, anybody who's famous that does something like crazy and insane and violent, I'm like, why? Why? I'm like, you have so much going for your life, and you're just like, I'm just gonna run someone over, see if I get away with it, or fuck. I doubt that's what he was thinking. No, 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 I no. But I'm just saying, but like, but like, you should. I wonder if I could get away with this. No, but then, but like, you're just like, keep your shit together. You have so much to lose. It's like you're not like a guy on rock bottom or whatever. Like you're still fucking worth millions. Like it fucking doesn't make any sense. 
Like when fucking who is it? He's his his strategy apparently is going around and just telling people like people he's known since like the '90s and shit because like he doesn't have any source of income anymore, right? And apparently he doesn't have he doesn't have any rights to anything. He anymore? has nothing. He has nothing. He, and apparently he just goes around t- telling people that they, they owe him money. So like when when Dre sold beats and shit, mm-hmm. he he told well he tried to tell Dre because somehow that he's like Dre made like. Three billion dollars or something off the sale of Beats, and mm-hmm. so he told Dre that Dre owed him ten percent of that mm-hmm. somehow. I think it's true. I think he does. <laughs> I, think he does. <laughs> I buy that. He just, he just <laughs> apparently he just like taxes new rappers coming into LA. I also want I want ten percent of the comedy where ten percent. All of it. You did, you did give me that idea for that. I a gave you the idea. We talked about we talked about this. Jimbo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good idea. No, but like, what was it? What Jam Master Jay was like. Executed, right? That's like Jimbo, who are you talking about? Yeah, no, that's his street name. That's his street name. He was murdered. <laughs> Jam <laughs> Master Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, like Jam Master Jay was like in the studio or whatever, and because of like some sort of beef, like Jam Master Jay from like the basically beloved Run DMC group still gets like executed. You're like, why? This is fucking business. That's how he died. He was shot. And I'm like, yeah. why would you shoot Jam Master Jay? And Suge Knight was next to uh, Tupac when he got shot. Yeah. Whoa, Sh- really? He was right next to him in the car. Yeah. Wow. Right, Suge Knight right also held Vanilla Ice out of the fucking. That's a that, no, no. That part's an urban legend. As per, do you know vanil- that story? What's that? That apparently he he dangled Vanilla Ice from his from his ankles over like a balcony, like in Las Vegas. Yeah, over like a ten story drop or whatever to sign, to get him like, on contract. No, because I think he had stolen some beats or something from someone. Stolen some, some beats by Dre. Yeah. <laughs> some beats. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he stole money. No, beats. it was to get him on contract. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, but <laughs> apparently story. he just Good walked story. him out to the balcony. So, Stevie, well, tell us about Target. Let's talk about Target. Okay. So, Target's, Target's, Target's... I'm not even entirely sure whether you're going to be defending Target or just going after Target. No, nah, you know what? I can't defend Target. No. I no. <laughs> cannot defend Target. Target's We're, on its own. We went to the States last week, and we didn't go to Target. We went to Kmart. Boom. Because we're like, fuck you. Kmart, you, don't even, you never even came to Canada. Yeah, you but just, then we went to Target like a month ago, though. Shh. <laughs> 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 what Target did we go to? No, we went to Target... Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. When we were in Albany, we definitely went to Target. When Target's first started popping up in New York, I don't, honestly, I don't remember it from when I was a a kid. I don't remember seeing Target. It's new, I think, right? Honestly, I was like 12 or 13 when I first saw my first Target, and we used to spend a lot of time in Target as kids. You were born in like 95, so that was 90. And so in 2003, 2004, I I remember hanging out with my friends in Target buying like nonsense and then going to like a movie theater what was the deal with target target was just like a classy department store right it's like a it's step a up classy over, walmart it's a step up over kmart and walmart is right? it a step I think up that's what it's supposed i think that's how it advertises i, mean, I think that's how it's marketed oh really yeah. i thought it's the same thing i thought they it were is all basically the same thing. it is but it's i think crappy they, clothes and but they i think they claim that it's a little bit better Nah, it's it's all awful, and honestly like they, they <laughs> <laughs> it's all awful. i couldn't believe like they Failed so quickly in Canada. It, it, it doesn't feel like they tried. <laughs> they didn't even try. I think it was like a tax oh, write-off. Man. It was a tax oh, write-off. Oh my god, that's these, this sounds like a bad conversation I recently had. They, you know, they didn't. They didn't try. With whom? Was, that conversation, was it about Target? Or was it about, <laughs> with was it about Target? I'm not allowed to talk about these things. Sometimes, I, you know, there are some things that I can't talk about. I'm not allowed. I'm not going to let make you take this podcast down. So I'm just not going to incriminate myself. <laughs> He's not going to open up his mouth. Yeah, and I'm just going to slander too many You know, I've, I've had conversations recently about people not trying, and I got to tell you that it does feel like Target didn't try. <laughs> I, like well, apparently, and I was reading about this thing about like the repercussions, like the, the further. 
like the farther reaching <laughs> repercussions of Target closing is not just like the employees and whatever that lost their job because they signed all these contracts with like distributors like soap and companies Man. and whatever else like that. So like these third party companies are like, oh, you have this big contract. We need like millions of units because we're fucking Target. Yeah. And then they're like, nope. We don't need you anymore. So all of these companies have like expanded their operations and all that shit. And it's going to like bankrupt like a whole subset of companies that expanded to meet target demands. And Target's like, yeah, fuck it. Later, Canada. So Bye. It was a good move. It was a good move by Target. Solid move. Like, you remember Alexis Neon there? Like, you know, the, the mall next to, next to Nest? Yeah. They fucking basically redid their whole basement level. Because they knew Target was coming in, and Target was going to replace Zellers, and they made this whole fucking nice new thing. They made businesses move around and shit, Mm -hmm. and like, just to set up for Target. Oh, man. Now it's gone. Well, we were talking, okay, what we were arguing about, the reason that we started talking about Target in the first place, because it was a a Facebook conversation. (laughs) Who's we? I get in a lot, me and Keith. And a bunch of other people who just started chiming in. That's true. Yeah, we got a lot of people in on that. I I have some What was the original post? Was it about Target? The yeah. original post was I th- the I think Target CEO made oh yeah yeah X yeah. amount of money. It was the absurd fucking bailout that the the guy was given like X amount of money severance. Like, yeah, as a severance, it was like or just to keep his job to no, keep, no, no. no to stick around for a year before they yeah the, exactly before Target was closed. Yeah, he he was like he wanted to retire, and they were like, nah, we're gonna pay you like fifty-seven million dollars. Like to the stick sum, around. it was it was something like. Close to the like annual like employee cost of Canada. Yeah, like all really of the Target nuts. employees in Canada put their salaries together, and you'd get what that the was, CEO got. Yeah, that was why we were talking about it. It was something really crazy like that, and we were arguing over whether or not he got that much money. And it turned out that he got more money than we thought. It yeah. was like we were, <laughs> he got an even bigger <laughs> severance than we thought he did. Yeah. Like, holy fuck, dude! When we started doing the research, it was like man. <laughs> oh god the guy was so lucky if you want to feel real real dirty about yourself this go find a, that Facebook yeah, post is this a Canadian guy or is this an American guy it's, a, well, no, but it's, it's the CEO but it's like it's it top brass at Target it like, is, yeah. it's a guy who makes money off of Target Australia how much Australia. money did they lose on that they, oh, god, they, who knows? they so lost the, the, shit the Canadian venture like. they lost a fuck ton because like, they, they talked about how much it would cost them just to buy out of their leases and stuff and it's like a shit ton like it had to have been going so south for them to have just like how can how could it be like how could you like be open for like that short a period and be like it's never gonna get better you give it another year come on like yeah, it's i don't know dude they're probably losing so much money getting how? no customers it's like how, how could they you... lose that but like, about, what was their of... what was their competition here walmart walmart yeah. yeah they replaced they replaced another department store like they would have had competition from Zellers, but they replaced the Zellers. Yeah, but so, they, yeah, so but that's, Zellers is gone. That's the point. Exactly. Like, no, but I'm saying last, so. They, neither so, Target's not going to. So, but no, but Target, Target, <laughs> Target bought out the Zellers. Yeah, that's what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Did you not know this part? They bought Target, yeah, but Zellers wasn't doing well. Yeah, Zellers was going to close anyway. Right. Right. Zellers so, was no, a Zellers fucking was garbage store. But what? Who was Target competing against here? Walmart? It's not, but it's not that there's competition. It's just that there's not. It's like it's like the same thing with comedy in New York City. It's like there's all these comedy shows. But there's no fucking audience. You have, you have no. You have no customers. It's like you're not competing with anybody. I, I'd say it's worse than that though, because apparently. Okay, so the whole underlying reason, or one of the big reasons that they weren't being, or at least that they said that they weren't being profitable, is they were given like certain promises from the government to like free up importing laws, so that they'd be able to have the same. Like shit in their stores that America could have, minus like the language laws and well, shit like that. I, I don't know. Maybe like labeling, they could have come up with French labels. Or I heard something. they got an exemption but on the language laws. Th- they might have had really? an exemption on the language laws, but apparently it had to do with that. Like, if you run a store in Canada, 
X amount of stuff that you sell needs to be produced in Canada. Was it that they did they fail in Canada or Quebec? It was Canada, right? They failed in Canada, Canada wide. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it. But you need to have like so much Canadian made like products in your store. Right. And right, they were right. apparently like unofficially told that they were going to get exemptions, and those exemptions never came in. Like, do you remember going to Canadian Targets and they were just like fucking empty, like? Oh, that was something we were reading about, was that they were having problems stocking. Exactly. Yeah. They were having massive... Like, what kind of issue. fucking department store can't stock the goddamn shelves? Because they thought that they were just going to be able to like order from their distributors Man, in America. this was so long ago that we had a conversation <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like forgetting all the details. Yeah, they thought that they were going to be able to basically like do some, from, like, some companies from Canada and then fill the blanks, whatever, with all their American distributors. And apparently that never panned out the way that they should have been. They just started hemorrhaging money. They had fucking these stores that were empty. Like, I don't know, you weren't really here in Canada when the targets were around. And then three I know, it was, it was right when I left is when they started, and they started coming. Yeah, yeah. Okay, funny story. Right when I was about to leave, Target was just coming into Canada. Yeah, yeah. We know somebody who worked on the branding for the the slogan and like the like you uh, and I know someone yeah yeah we okay. know somebody who who worked on like you know when a company has like a trademark or yeah. like a slogan or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. they say that it's like Target uh, blah 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 it's like one sentence like yeah. McDonald's I'm loving it I'm yeah. loving it. right exactly right. like that so these Target fall into the gap yeah the, so <laughs> I was working on it. it was like a her company had like a five million dollar contract with Target right for and she slogan. sees on my Facebook. I wrote a comment on another friend of ours. We used to do a bunch of cocaine together, and his mom was coming to town. Right? We're doing a bunch of cocaine. His mom's coming to town unexpectedly, so he writes on Facebook like "Code Blue, Code Blue," and like only a few of us knew that that meant his mom was in town. And so I wrote on his Facebook like, uh, "I wanted to love this status, but they only let me like it." And then somehow she like took that and like tried to use it as, like, the slogan for Quebec Target in French <laughs> to be, like, I want to like, I want to love it, but they only let me like it for, like, a Facebook thing. How weird is that? I, I guess. Like, oh, tar- Target yeah. is coming. I so want she, to so love she, it. So she took this, like, this off-the-cuff comment. Yeah, she was like, can About I use cocaine. that? And I was like, yeah, definitely use that. And then she was, like, asking I me want for 10%, help on, like, other... Way later. Like, you, should ask me, you should ask for your money. Well, I don't think... I don't, and then the other thing, she asked me for other slogan help, and I was, like, sending her ideas, and I don't think they ever used any of them that I had. But Target. I had some really funny ideas. Fuck you, Canadian Tire. Right, that was another one that, that was, I had. Yeah, that, that was, was one of mine. <laughs> Canadian Tire is one of those stores that, like, exists in, like, a bubble that I think it only exists You ever been into a Canadian Tire? Yeah, I love Canadian Tire. Awful. Really? No, what are you? What are you, what are you crazy? It's not great. You Canadian want appliances? Ti- you want camping Shits, things? You want, Shits, you want car coupons? stuff? You want unlimited coupons? Shits at the end everywhere. Of your the coupons are worthless <laughs> yeah, unless you <laughs> stockpile them for decades. Dude, like, they like ten cent yeah. Canadian <laughs> Target things. <laughs> it's like they've never they've never increased with inflation. Oh the my fucking, god! The Canadian Tire money is like <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> Someone had a joke where they were, they were gonna. I'm get sure like a lot of people have jokes about Canadian Tire. I don't know. It's kind of a Canadian trope. All I know is my 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 dad stopped. Stockpiled that shit and yeah. bought himself like power tools once every. How old's your dad? Well, now. How old's your dad right now? <laughs> like late sixties. There you go. Yeah, it's a sixties. Since he was a boy, he was he was accumulating Canadian tire. I remember Canadian tire money story. There was you know that those weird little uh, carnival things that like set up in parking lots. Sure. Yeah. Like those ones that like yeah, yeah, like yeah. the shitty tilt like little, like, whatever. Like little, like, they accepted. There was one that came to my town that accepted Canadian tire money at par. That doesn't seem right. It makes a total sense though because at like, par. At par, it was like one for one. So you one. still had to show up with like a briefcase full of Canadian Tire money, so you could go on three rides. Pretty like. much, but I mean, <laughs> but like I had a giant wad because they were like. They <laughs> 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 
<laughs> episode number eighty-seven, in which Keith bragged about having a huge wad. Yeah, I know, but it was the best because like my parents didn't want to pay me for me to go to the carnival, and I told my dad I was like, they take Canadian tire money at par. Like it's just like a dream you had. No, it wasn't a dream. And I asked the carnies about it, and they were like, yeah, the carnies. You talk to the carnies about it. Talk to the carnies, be like, how does this? Yeah, what's the story with the conversion? As the guys like shooting heroin, like. Shit for the carnival, like screws and like wrenches and stuff. And like they're like, yeah, all of I our guess. maintenance shit is bought from Canadian Tire. So like, what the fuck do we care if we have Canadian Tire money? Like, no, like not a hundred percent of the guests are gonna pay in it, but they'll just fucking take it. And I was like, this is the greatest day as these a kid. Are, these are some great Canadian conversations. You know, yeah. this is the CanCon. This is the CanCon. It's a good thing I know so much about Canada. They used <laughs> to have these Christmas commercials for Canadian Tire, and there was like a dude that was like Scrooge. They yeah, had, they had their own Scrooge. Yeah, Canadian those Tire commercials Scrooge. were on for years. Yeah, yeah, and they never updated them. Yeah, it was Can- no. I think they had for a while. They had a new one every year, but it was it was Scrooge. It was, it was still like, the same. It actor. was the Canadian Tire Scrooge. That actor killed it. I feel like I know who you're talking about. I mean, but, but the fact year. that you would adopt a Scrooge like you know a Scrooge character as your as your store's mascot says a lot about your loyalty reward system, though. Like, I mean, you know, why? Because it's saying that like even Scrooge can afford fucking sweet presence at Canadian Tire. That was like, that was... <laughs> you know what this make me think of? You were saying loyalty and stuff. They should have like a Confederate army store where you can use like Confederate flag bucks. And I'm like sure they the, do. Like all those people. It's like, yeah, old like money, <laughs> old, old currency from like, from the 19th century. Yeah. All those people who are still like super into yeah. the Confederate They can only use like pre-Confederacy yeah. <laughs> currency. That's... <laughs> I had I had an angry comment. No Yankee dollars. <laughs> Yankee dollars. Yeah. <laughs> they should have stores there. You they take Yankee dollars and other ones that take Confederate bucks. <laughs> bucks is spelt with an X. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's B-U-X. good. And it's just the flag. Oh, that's great. Oh man. And, and you could only buy like molasses. And fucking and and sacks, sacks and molasses, and just buy a bag of yeah, and racism and 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 rifle bayonets. Not even the whole rifle, just bayonets, molasses, and sacks. Black toilet paper because they're so racist. No, no, stop it. No, <laughs> next. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. And also, it actually would be black because it's made of like unprocessed mulch, which it's actually black. Okay. What now, Alden? Next. Say that again. Next. I have like a guy on Twitter. Next topic. We'll talk about the guy on Twitter. Oh, so let's talk about the Twitter thing. Okay, Twitter. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, now that we're confederacies now, now let's there. segue, let's, let's segue into the, your, your newest Twitter fan. A guy on Twitter who just followed me. I send out automated direct messages on Twitter if you follow me. And uh, What does so, it say? Is it like, thanks for the follow? So this one, this one says, hey, thank, I have a few different ones, but this one <laughs> says, hey, thanks so much for the follow. If you have a few minutes, enjoy a quick laugh. Link to my YouTube video, and then it says, and maybe give it a thumbs up. And this has been super successful, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really has. I know. It's like a lot of people like to like bash the the automated DM. No, that's smart. That's on smart. Twitter. I'm telling you, it's like comedians hate it. I sent one to Allison Dore accidentally, <laughs> and she fucking she made me feel bad about it. But it was why funny. would she make you feel bad? Well, about in a it? funny way, she was just like, "Oh, fuck you," and I was just like, "That's oh, nuts. Nice. That's super smart. That's that's actually a really smart." Yeah, thing. no, it's and it gets me a lot of like views on my YouTube videos and stuff. So this guy though, he writes, "I did." And it's really great. Like, he saw the video. And he's like, and I laughed really hard. I almost had my head blown off. I don't know what that means. But then he says, Whoa. you're really funny at what you do. But then his profile picture is just like a straight-up Confederate flag. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want you to 
be a fan of my comedy. Maybe maybe it's a freedom of speech thing. Maybe he's one of those guys where he, even if he doesn't agree with what the Confederate flag stands for, he feels that he feels that it's like you know yeah, every every American God given right to. I'm just, I, you know what I, I literally know. almost got into it with Sarah's aunt at lunch really? on Sunday really? about Your what? wife's aunt is a confederate <laughs> no like she's a french Weird. canadian i think because that's the part of that where i think that she got a little like confused because she's like a french canadian she's like it's like the quebec flag. it's just a flag issue yeah yeah exactly yeah I, like, I, but i was like i was like no because i was like like there were other things that the confederates did but the war was really really about slavery it's like there were other things the nazis did like i'm sure they built schools and stuff like in germany but the, they killed a lot of Jews, so you don't get to run around. What, I don't even understand. Like, What's the argument that there's a different reason for the Civil War? It was different. The Confederacy. That it, well, that some people are saying that the, the Confederate flag is inherently a symbol of racism. Yeah, it is. Re- it you, re- that regardless, what will you cut it? Like, but then you had the people be like, "No, it represents our because, like, our pride. Know, like, it represents our pride our in so, the our southern, in, pride. our southern pride in the in the land that was, you know, the Confederacy pre, you know, Confederacy." It's pretty well, sorry that is the but, same but, thing twice. Let's put it to you this way: my roommate he posted something about it about how like how could people possibly think that the Confederate flag is not about racism? And I and I said it like this: the Confederate flag is a symbol of Leonard Skinner. And then I posted an article about how Leonard Skinner is not using the Confederate flag anymore because he thinks it's a fucking symbol of racism. I like Leonard Skinner. And that yeah. is the biggest – if that's not an argument – Leonard Skinner said, said they're Leonard not using Skinner it anymore. Yeah. Skinner Skinner's like, no. Yeah, but to be fair though, most of the, most of the original Skinner guys are dead. I'm pretty sure there would be a couple of them be like, one. fuck no. <laughs> they would have – No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they would have taken what, to the What, are streets. you going to make me wear shoes next? What? <laughs> Full shirts instead of tank tops or no shirts? Man, those Fuck guys... Fuck you, we're Skinner. Those guys would have taken to the streets, put on some NYPD outfits, <laughs> and fucking proven why they should have a Confederate flag. I think a lot of guys, without even being, like, blatantly racist, were just like, you know, we're good old boys. We're, like, we're the southern good old boys, fucking, like, Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Leonard Skinner, shit like that. We just like where we come from. It's the South. And we, and and we, just, just, like, we just don't like black people. No, I don't think that, just, that necessarily <laughs> that, figures into it. I think it I, does, though. I, it, <laughs> exactly, that's it. But I don't think they get it. I don't think they understand this is, it. This is this is the argument. No, it's like, like, they don't understand. They don't, they don't understand, understand that they're racists. Right. Exactly. You know? They're, like, they're just like, it's where we're from. No, but you're racist. Yeah. No, I'm not, though. I just like the South. No, but you're a racist. Yeah, but if you're <laughs> right. flying the Confederate flag, it's like, and that's the thing. The thing that fucking blows my mind about the Confederate flag is like literally the swastika. Like, I'm like, it's not ev- the same thing. It, well, they, it no, really, no, it is because this is a thing. Because the swastika, before it was the swastika, was a symbol. It was a, what was the symbol of? Good fortune. Good fortune. Yeah, exactly. It was a good fortune. It was like Uh, Hinduism. It's an East Indian religion. Yeah, it might be Hinduism, might be something else. But it's like an East Indian religion. It's the same thing. If people are going to, and they're like. It was appropriated and then turned shitty. That's then, what happened to the Confederate now, flag. And then now if you have it tattooed on you, you can't be like, no, really, I'm all about good like, fortune. I just, <laughs> you can't, about you good fortune. I just like drinking. I just start drinking like Bud Light. <laughs> good times. <laughs> Tailgating, <laughs> barbecue. This is that's that's for me. That's what the, the if, stars and bars if, are about. If, you there's, know? if there's one symbol that uh, you know exemplifies just having a good time, it's the swastika. No, 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 no. Not that swastika. The one the, from before. The one from before. before. The, good fortune, the, good, the good one. The one from yeah, good fortune. The good one. And but see, the reason that people who even believe that it's good fortune and, and refuse to believe that it's a Nazi symbol, they still won't like flaunt it around just out of respect for the fact that there were people who suffered a genocide. At, like with that being the symbol of it, yeah, 
You see it's, what I mean? it's, it's, it's a like, symbol that was appropriated and turned shitty. So it doesn't matter what the yeah. Confederate flag may have meant. It was the flag that people who were defending racism fought and under. Is, and the thing is, it was never. <laughs> it wasn't a thing before that. That's, that's, <laughs> so this argument doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, not really. Because I was going to say, it's crazier. like it's not like it was. It was it's like, even more if racist. It was, if it was Mother Goose's original flag for rhymes, and then it was reappropriated. But you know what it was. Racism. You know what it was. What originally, all it was was the. It was. The stars in the X were represented the what the the number of states in the Southern Deal. Maybe no, there's too many stars. Come I don't know. It had to have some kind of symbol. How many stars are there? How? What do you think, Troy? Uh, I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, Troy, <laughs> likes Troy, it. Troy, Troy likes no it. No idea what we're talking <laughs> about. Hundred percent. Okay, a good one. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Troy Lorenz. He said he liked it. Troy likes <laughs> he likes the Confederate flag. <laughs> and you know, he's the owner of the club, and I want to get booked here, so I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't put this podcast out now. Guys, do not put this podcast out. I swear to God. <laughs> if a, this stops me from getting work, yeah, I will sue I have, you. I have a court case with the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and, and for every, like, there's, like, so much bullshit. Like, oh, it's slippery slope. What are they going to do? Not let us do this now? They're not going to let us do this? They're not going to let us do this? And I think to a certain extent, and it's, it's like it's the same thing with like with the with the racist sports teams' names because you just said the Yankees, right? But it's just like you know, so the the Redskins aren't called the Redskins anymore, right? They're just the Reds. Or? I feel like they're still the Redskins. There's, I don't know what the, I didn't hear. That, the I feel like they, was, they, but I do they know just, they lost. They, they just they, decided to change it. Yeah. But there's multiple. There's multiple team names that are that are racist. Not not you know very friendly to, to the minorities. Yeah, Redskins. Is by far the worst. That's yeah, because um, yeah. that's like literally it's a it's the Atlanta a, Braves is shitty too. Yeah, because of like the well specifically because of the mascot like the the fucking yeah exactly and, all, and horrific also calling them brave and also no 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 <laughs> but even also, the and even the Blackhawks thousands of, the Blackhawks is not racist it is a little bit oh my God. you have a team okay, full of okay, white guys okay, okay, and you're calling okay. yourselves the fucking Blackhawks Do you know what the Blackhawks actually are named for they're named for the regiment that the guy that started the Blackhawks fought in which was a joint what's white on the jerseys right. this is, this what's is, on the jerseys this is Keith wanting to hold his what's on the jerseys what's on the jerseys what's on the fucking jerseys in no way exaggerated picture of a Native American it's not like a weird buck tooth shitty buck it's still like he wants to fly his it's still like if the three of it's, it's still like if like a bunch of like whiteies being like we're gonna do a sports team and let's name ourselves after fucking Native Americans like why because did I, you did you just hear me it was, yeah, it was but the guy that started history. the team it's named Walter. after his regiment <laughs> they actually they've also talked about changing the logo to the regiment logo or like a they version. should here's yeah. the thing you know what and also they the, do, just just another footnote as I defend the Blackhawks some more. They also. I like the Blackhawks. Yeah, no, but also, but like the Native American like groups around like Chicago and Illinois, whatever, like para- like completely fly behind the banner of the Blackhawks. They do tons for Native American rights. They do tons for like Native American awareness and all that stuff. You're saying the Redskins did not? Absolutely, they did not. We also found out this weekend that the owner of them was a racist and yeah. wouldn't let black people play on. We we found that we we found we found that out in yeah, Washington. Exactly, like like in like the, the, the RFK Stadium. We go to RFK Stadium in Washington, me and Keith. We were we celebrated July Fourth in America in Washington D.C. Yeah. And we go to the, we get to the RFK Stadium, and what was the it wasn't the plaque wasn't for RFK. The plaque was for the owner. The plaque was for the guy who used to own the, the Washington Redskins. Redskins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's like a big sticker that says like racist. racist. And, I was like, I was and like, no one bothered to take it down at all. Clearly, they were fine with there being yeah, a exactly. racist like, sticker. The people of Washington was like. 
you can totally put a racist sticker up on this guy. It's okay. And I was like, Walter was like, why is he racist? I'm like, because he owned the Redskins. And then another person from Washington was like, also, he wouldn't let blacks on the team for like two decades. We're like, that's wow. super racist. I was like, that's, that's double so racist. racist. You owned the oh, Redskins. Man. You would not let black okay, so, people but he's, on your he's team. He's like one of these Confederate dum dums, though. He doesn't realize he's being racist. And the thing is, no, I think he knew. Past, listen, uh, he probably in, knew. At in that the point. way past, in, when there wasn't as many people around, when like civilization wanted to like change something and like move forward and be like, okay, that thing's wrong. We don't do that anymore. If someone like was like, no, I think it's rich history and it's not racist, they would just kill that. Guy. What do you mean by <laughs> rich? What do you mean by <laughs> rich history? What do you, what do you, I don't know. What do you that's what they just keep rich saying. History. I just love that. Is that, you, is that like yeah, that's an American thing? Yeah, is that, is that like sort of like history. privilege? Is that like sort of like people that are overly privileged? Or no, like but it's our rich history. It's yeah, like any, it's any, saying anybody, it's better than regular history. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who says rich history just means like I've never I'm heard not that racist. expression. Yeah, we haven't looked at American bullshit about this. Does that come up in the debate it comes a lot? Up a lot. The rich history. A it's lot. our yeah, rich history. Our rich history. That's what's in our flag. Now I know I don't want to really step out of bounds here. I know a little bit about your family. Yeah. I would say that you potentially sort of come from a little bit of that rich history. Rich is history. that not, would you, am I out of, am I out of line to say oh, that? My family's got some rich A little history. bit. Listen. But they're ethnics, though. It's ethnic it's rich ethnic history. Rich so history. it's not like, it's you're not like, your name different. isn't fucking Smith or Jones or shit like that. No, like, no, 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 no. You're I'm like, I'm Italian. I'm from you're Italian York, and you're like, Greek. And I'm Greek. And yeah. I like black people. Exactly. So My family, though, different. <laughs> they're different. They're different. Different story. Their rich history is very different. I have a lot of like racist family members. And, like, well, yeah. Really, well, the fuck like, Italians are insanely racist. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. Which is like, so... Which I know. It, it, which I know. Which boggles my mind because I was like, Italians came to North America and like ate shit. Yeah. I was like, and then they were like, whatever, we'll just... Give shit to the next guy who shows up. Fuck like, the Irish. Fuck, like, <laughs> yeah. fuck anybody who's not a Catholic. Who's not Catholic. Like, fuck, the, yeah. fuck people that are slightly darker complexion than us, even though a bunch of us are kind of a dark yeah, complexion. Yeah. I mean, I, I come from a closed-minded people. You know? <laughs> yeah. so I've, I've, I've come a long way. I'm a very progressive uh, person Italian in American. terms of where I come from. And then, but then I saw you tweet something. It was a, it was a, yeah, it was today. <laughs> I thought you tweet something where you're like, fuck black people. No, but you were, you were, it, seemed, it seemed to be like a tweet where you were legitimately relieved that, that Greece came to an understanding with oh, the European because, Union yeah, that's because about I, the financial I issue. I own a lot of uh, stock in the National Bank of Greece. Right oh, how's that doing? Well, I bought it when they were at their lowest, so I'm doing good. Oh, good. Okay. But they're not uh, at their lowest now? There was no, a lower no, point no. than this? Oh, my God. They were doing so bad. <laughs> but, um, and then, are, like, are you, like... Do you feel oddly patriotic, even though you were exploiting their, like, collapse? You're oh, just sort of man, like, I'm no, but so... I put money into the country. Fuck, I'm the best Greek kid in no, the world. No, 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 no. The way I feel is, like, so American about it. I've, I, like, I'm so, like, ashamed to be Greek in this situation. And like, Even I think it's kind of bullshit. Like, it's... like, where I'm like, what do you mean you're not taking the fucking deal? What do you mean? What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> no, no, the, the, the like, I had, I had no problem with them. Like, I know there's a lot of like Greek people, whatever, who are like, oh, like it's about like pride or whatever else like that. But I'm like, okay, but then give me an alternative. Yeah, to the what deal. are you gonna do? Like, yeah, okay, publish uh, an alternative. Be like, we're not taking the like. deal because of. You don't know what it's like being Greek. These people don't have like sense. It's like my grandpa. He's like insane. My grandpa <laughs> runs a Christmas tree farm. He's like off the boat. He came here when he was seven. <laughs> he escaped World War Two. He's. You like, know, be great is if he came here. If he came to America. With that goal in mind, with what goal to, to open a Christmas tree? Christmas tree. Like that's like he since he was, he was like seven? a since he, he was, was a child, since he was a seven. young child. But like, think about it. Maybe he did. That's such like a seven year old yeah, goal. Like, 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 like I'm going to own a Christmas tree. I think he was seven. Farm. He might have been seventeen or something. Okay. Seven or seventeen doesn't really matter. He was really young, but it's like the idea of a child coming here. You know, he's like a kid coming on his own. I just want to know when when he got the Christmas tree idea. Okay, so what happened was he 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 fucking he was like a farmer as a kid, right? His his parents sold him to his uncle. 
Jesus Christ. And his aunt. And then he tried to run back home to be with his brothers, and his dad beat the shit out of him. So then he lived with his uncle for, like, years working on a farm and, like, doing whatever. And so then he, like, escaped and came to America on a boat and, like, escaped World War II stuff. And then when he got here, he, like... Started working for it. He, he, he started working. I want to say if there was any kind of World War II angle, probably 17 and not 7. Uh, well, he was born in 30. See, I want to say it's 7 because he was born in 37. Yeah, then, yeah, then yeah, he would have avoided the, the, the war shit. It was like at the end of World War II. It was like the if he was born end. in 37. So then he was yeah. like 10. He was 7. Yeah. Yeah, seven. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. So end of World War II was like, what, 46, 47? Right, Something so like he that, was yeah. 7 in 44 or whatever. So he was like 7. Yeah. He escaped some war shit. He came to America. And then he, like, started driving a taxi and, like, working at a restaurant. Then he opened his own restaurant and got his own taxi business, sold both of those. And uh, the reason he was able to do this was because a guy from Baltimore met him when he came off the boat or something or met him on the boat and gave him $8 and was like, you have nothing? Like, here's $8. The guy was, like, a millionaire and gave him $8 to start his life. And the, my Yeah, but, like, back then that was, like, it. ten grand. I know that's the thing. It was like ten grand, easy. My grandma, my that sounds about right. Ran with that. I don't think it's that's not right 10 at grand. all. It's no, like, no, I think it's ten grand. It's like eighty bucks. It's <laughs> ten yeah, grand. Exactly. It's probably, easy, probably ten grand. Bucks, ten grand, easy. He got off the boat, bought a Cadillac. Right. First he got thing, caddy, first a Cadillac. Thing he got a caddy, turned it into a taxi. <laughs> then, he, then he started serving food out of the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> then he was the Lincoln lawyer. <laughs> he, so he, so he sold, but then he sold the restaurant and the taxi business so that he could start his own farm because he was like, "Fuck the city." Fuck, fuck, fuck this restaurant taxi business. I got to go back to agriculture. He's like, I'm tired of, like, working so hard for, like, this nonsense city life. Oh, yeah, because it's fucking, you know, that easy life of farming where well, you wake like, up early. Well, it's not easy, sun. but it's, like, it's rewarding. It's physically rewarding, and it's, like, he gets to breathe fresh air all day. Like, the Smell dude like lives pine. in, like, his own paradise. It's pretty crazy. And at that time, he, was, he, would, he built the farm, but that was, like, his night job. He would have lights on. He had these big spotlights on. He would work through the night doing the farm, and then he was building houses in Long Island during the day. The dude was like a fucking hardworking nut job. And then now he's stubborn. He's so stubborn because he knows how to do everything. And, like, you try to, like, strike a deal with him. And that's how I realize why this grease shit is going so long. Because you don't strike deals with people who think they fucking know everything. <laughs> it's just like... This guy is never. And what he's coming like, up on like ninety or he's like 80, he's, he's 85? 77. 77. I was not right at all. Seventy eight. Seventy eight. Math was way off there. You know he's going to turn seventy eight this yeah. year. Do you think that that's like an underlying problem just with like government in general that like the vast majority of it is like people over sixty? You're just sort of like yeah, dude. It's like just that, that's gov- government is made up of people over sixty, and I'm like I've. If you've ever gotten into an argument with someone over 60, you know that that's a shitty proposition. They're just sort of like, nope, I'm this age, yeah. and I know how things work. But they like, know what they know. They don't know Yeah, but everything. you're like, shit's changed so fast. Yeah, yeah. You're like... But see, you have to respect my grandpa. Like, he did so much, and he does know so much. So, like, when he says stuff, I'm like, yeah, you do know so much. Yeah, but yeah. then, like, he also doesn't have, like, any money because he runs a Christmas tree farm, and, like, who buys Christmas trees How does he not have money? Did, like, this sounds, sounds like a guy that would have had savings and shit. I mean, he's probably. Got where's some where's the farm? Where's the Christmas like, tree farm? It's in Long Island. But, but I mean, isn't there still like? There? Does, doesn't yeah, well, how much does a fucking tree Christmas tree run like in Manhattan? Yeah, but nobody like, around prime season. That's the Christmas thing. Trees. In Manhattan, you can get a tree for like twenty bucks. I thought they. Were, I thought it was super expensive, man. Or you can get it for like. Yeah, but it depends where you get them. But you, you buy fucking anywhere. artificial trees, and you buy artificial trees. There's now. still fucking marks that buy the real trees. Yeah, some, but it's like a dying fucking breed. It's a dying business. Think about it. So it's like. 
that, it's like the newspaper. He, he wants to sell his Christmas no, tree farm. <laughs> to, you know, to like any, and, he's, and the other thing is his neighbor has a Christmas tree farm. Oh, so well. it's like competitive Christmas tree farm. Did they do shitty things? So they got to like undercut yeah, each guy, other? The guy fucks with my grandpa. It's not nice, but whatever. It's like, so anyway, I just know, I'm like, I don't listen to everything he says because I'm like, he doesn't know everything. This is your paternal or your maternal grandfather? My maternal. Right. And so it's just like Greece. They like know they know what they know, right? They've done so much for democracy, whatever in history, but they have no the fucking money. Thousands of years ago, yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. but that's the thing. My grandpa he 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 made this farm in 1980, and he's like still you know it's like is it true that they sell giant sandwiches for four dollars in New York. Uh, depends. Who where told you go. us that? It was an SNL sketch. It was fucking. What's his name? What does this have to do with uh, well, that, No, this is about the Greek finances. They were just sort of like, like, people from Greece don't understand any money. They sell foot-long sandwiches with every type of meat on it for $4. $4. They're uh, like, that's no, a $10 sandwich. You no, cannot manage your finances. I don't know. That's made up nonsense. It's made up. It's bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what Greece is. What's the Christmas tree farm called? Mike's Christmas tree farm. Mike's Xmas tree farm. You can find it on. They have a website, I think. On Mike's. Uh, yeah, Mike's Xmas tree <laughs> Mike's farm. Mike's <laughs> for the fucking holidays. It's fucking. I worked Mike. there. If you want to see, I fucking. You worked, worked there. Yeah, dude, what did you do? Christmas. Me and my cousins. We worked there. We cut down Christmas trees and tie them to the top of your. Would car. you cut them down with like a little chainsaw? Yeah, we have a little. Not chainsaw. We have like a handsaw, and you just like fucking cut down the Christmas right. tree, and I'll carry it for you. You know how much they ran for? They're twelve dollars a foot for blue spruces and eight to ten dollars a foot for other trees. I didn't even know there was like a foot price. Yeah, obviously, like, it's a size thing. Like, you well, like, but like, tree, you pay more than I know. Like, all I know is takes, like, you know, how many years it takes to grow. Like a one tree? tree. I want to say, wait, let me guess. Let me actually guess. Like a full size, like Christmas tree, and maybe so on a small a size, size, six foot. Uh, I, no, I'd say a full a full size is maybe closer to five feet. Let's say five no, feet. Five feet's a small. Five, five feet's a small. That's a small tree. tree. Five, like a five and a half foot Christmas tree. Say, let's no. say six feet. You need what? a seven foot tree. Fifteen years. No. No. Am I close? A, a seven-foot tree. Seven-foot tree. Jesus Christ. A seven-foot tree, tree a, will take 10 years. 11, 10 to 11. Oh, years. I overshot it. Yeah, that doesn't seem that bad. Because your ceiling, your ceiling is about 13 feet. But right? think about it. You no, only have so feet. many acres. Oh, you right? If everybody comes and cuts your trees one year, then you have to wait how many years till you can... See, I have no idea how this works. Yeah, so a, you have like a sections, right? You have like this year's this, this year's this, this year's, and ten years later you're back at the other one, right? Some, if if it was that easy, they could do it that organized. It's crop rotation. People just come around and cut trees, though. We we send you out oh, to the farm. You oh, oh, that's how it works. People can yeah. cut their own shit down. And then we have a Mexican guy who like digs up the stumps. I'm supposed to do it, but my, I don't. And then my grandpa hires this Mexican guy, <laughs> and he does it. He does a way better job than I would do anyway. And then uh, you said it, not me. Yeah, I mean the guys are really hard. The, the guy, his name is. George, man, this guy's been working for my. Like it's Jorge. Well, he he likes George. It's probably Jorge. Did you, did you share that video? Sorry, you said Mexican guy, and I thought of me. Yes, I did. The share Mexican that video guy today. fucking trolling so the shit that out of so me. Say no. To, it's a bunch of like white assholes fucking cheering along. The like say no to migrant workers, and it's just a guy with a Mexican flag just dancing and having the best time in front of him. And if they touch him, they'll fucking. Get so fucked. Yeah. George, well, George's brother Caesar used to work for my uncle, my Cesar. grandpa. Caesar. Yeah. yeah. He, he was deported because he was an illegal immigrant. He was working at McDonald's and got caught working at McDonald's and then was immigrant. He was deported. So but now George, I think George is legal. I hope George is legal. George has been working for my grandpa since Caesar left. Is there like a is there like a statute of limitations on being deported where you're like you've been here ten years, you live here now, or can they deport you way fucking later? Oh, I don't know. There I should be. I, I feel. Know. I feel that like if you managed to build a life for yourself, there should be a certain point where you're like, 
Okay, you know what? We haven't noticed. We haven't deported you this just many years. Just pay taxes. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Pay as taxes. long as you're paying taxes and contributing to the fucking economy, you're, you're they should just be allowed to pay taxes. That's how I feel. Anyway, so. Well, I don't know. You you saw the the the, the Stephen Colbert thing a couple years back, whatever. We talked about migrant workers, which was just sort of like he's like Americans don't want these jobs and they do them badly. Like it's fucking statistics. Like. Farming, agriculture, whatever. He's like, no, they do really great jobs. Oh, Americans, the, do Americans, them badly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, they were, Americans they were like, do them badly. exactly. They were like, these people, like, if we like, make their wages standard, like, have a standard wage. It's like a fucking decent living condition, and you can like, come in from Mexico for six months, work this, go back, or whatever. Just like regulate it, fucking give them decent wages, and fucking go forward. They're like, Americans do not want these jobs. Like, keeping them out is the dumbest fucking thing. We can fucking increase so many people's quality of living if we just like standardize their salaries fucking let them come here for six months or whatever the fucking case may be and just go for it i was like that's i don't know to me smart if someone wants to come here and work for a job make the fucking wage fair which is still going to be cheap like and have someone to farm your crops or like american kids don't want to go out farming and fucking Digging up stumps from fucking. I'll tell you from. Pro- I'll give you a primary example is that I just do not want to do it. And, and, <laughs> and you grandpa, said you did it shitty when you did do it. Yeah, I do it awfully when I do it. And my grandpa pays me. And I'm like, I don't even want his money. It's like, it's just, <laughs> honestly, uh, yeah. I, I, I think Mexicans should be allowed here. I think they do great work. And I think that they should just pay taxes and whatever. And that's it. And just roll with it. I remember. I remember. Um, like you know who should do a better job, though. Walter J. Ling. He Wal- should. He should get replaced by a Mexican. Running a. Run- a Mexican would do his job better. Like, um, I forgot what is me. your job? What do you do? Which, which job? I have multiple jobs. Which, which one at the comedy club? You're the booker, the manager. What are you? A little both. A little both. You're, bo- you're a little bit of both. A little both. Oh, too many man. things, probably. Oh man. Too many things. There's probably too, too many, many things, things. Too many things that I'm responsible for. I I'll be the first to say man. it. I will be the first to say it. You should. You should hire a Mexican to take care of the book. Probably. He has no idea what he's doing. Hasn't seen comedy once in his life. All yeah, of a sudden, the fucking. You know, but it'd be, it'd be great. All of a sudden, like the fucking club is like exploding. He's like, "What the fuck did you do? Where did you get these names?" He's like, "Well, I went on the internet and I found some people, and uh, now uh, everybody's we got reservations coming out the ass." I googled. Number one I googled comedy. number one comedy and I booked it. I googled number two comedy. Jorge, how much are you paying for this? <laughs> Where are you getting this money, Jorge? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. If I if I got to deal with a Mexican to book this club, oh my god, it would be the best. That would be so good. Right. I'd be so excited. You'd probably treat him so much better than me. You know what? I treat I don't treat you badly. You treat me badly. That's right. This is what happens. We're gonna talk we're gonna ask Keith what Keith thinks about okay, this. Okay, what? Here's the situation. Keith is gonna I don't ar- wanna be dragged into Keith, this. Keith is gonna arbitrate. You're the referee, this. Keith. Okay, so I told you ding, ding, ding. I told you I Bell told rang. you all issues are settled by two facts. One, I hate you. <laughs> right, right. Two, I'm an asshole. Right, right. I'm an a- I hate you, and, and I'm an asshole. Right. So I'm trying to fuck your life up right, in every exactly, way I can. Exactly. That's right, right. and that's that's, that's it. it. That's simple. the end of the conversation. That as simple. long as you like embrace it, like there's no re- like I think, I, this might be episode. We're coming up on ninety, and I was like, we're almost at episode ninety, and I was like, it just works because I'm like, yeah, Walter's an asshole and he's hard to deal with. I'm an asshole and I'm hard to deal with, but we just put up with each other's shit. So it works out great. We just bingo, keep going. bango. There's no and reason there should be 90 of these. <laughs> we do this once, <laughs> once every two weeks. You know how long that's taken? Yeah, exactly. You know how long every that's taken? You know how much money we make off this? None. <laughs> 
<laughs> we were running. For this like is a huge <laughs> consumption of time, especially on Keith's part. Yeah, exactly. I, Honestly, I think that's how Walter's relationship with everybody is. Basically, is it? Yeah. Yeah. You were like as long as that's our relationship too. <laughs> yeah. Like, we shouldn't be friends now. No. <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I know Walter's gonna get real shitty with me sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'll get real shitty with Walter sometimes, and you just deal with it. Yeah, but that's, that's how it. my family is, though. My family is like. That's how we work. We're just like sometimes you're just really shitty to someone, but oh, then you see, just I'm just not like that. That's the thing. I'm like I'm so like Sorry, you're not like what? I'm not de- used to dealing with people who like I thought you were going to say you're not shitty to people. No, I'm super <laughs> shitty. I'm so shitty. <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> like wait, what are you saying you're not no, like? I'm the, I'm the shittiest. I'm so shitty. Um, I I'm so, okay. The thing is, when I okay, you are forgetful is what you are. Wow. <laughs> Fuck. Really? Yes. I'm forgetful. You're forgetful. You In what be. way? In what you way? Absolutely can be. Oh, okay. I, oh, okay. Okay, okay. See, I immediately took it as the worst insult because I, I thought you were just telling me, like, based on like my like my stage performance, yeah, like, my, like you forget that you tell the same joke a few times when you go on stage. That's fine. No, I thought I thought, <laughs> I, thought, you, I, thought, you, I, thought you, I thought you meant like that. Like, what I do is forget. I'm like, this is like, no, a serious no, no. accusation you're leveling. No, 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 no. No, I yeah, no, hundred percent. That's all. Yeah. Organization not so great. Not so great. I'll admit it. And that's it. Did uh, we just say you were looking and managing them? Uh, yeah, no, I am, right. and, and, and that's I, the problem. See, that's. Is my problem, Keith, is because I'll ask him for a booking and he'll say yes. I okay, I asked Troy, who's the owner, I asked him for a oh, booking. Oh, okay, we're gonna talk about that though. We're not, you know what? This is going down a dangerous path. <laughs> yeah, exactly. can we talk about Mexicans some more? Like, yeah, how a Mexican should be doing the booking. Mexicans Mexican should absolutely be doing the booking. I would love if a fucking Mexican book is put. I'm no, saying it now. Fine. I'm saying it now. If you are, Me- I want, I want to fucking get what's her face, Martha Chavez. Martha Chavez, so good. get in touch oh with God. me. You can book this Dude, place I if you want. Her, Martha, Sha- if Martha Chavez is listening right now fucking uh, uh, what's his fluffy who's the fluffy guy okay, he could see. fucking book this place well, who else we got what do we, what do we got we got uh, fucking Jose uh, Jose Francisco. Jose Felician not even a fucking singer he can fucking Jose do this I, pers- Jose per- he's Italian Ricky Martin okay. Ricky Martin I love that guy he could fucking he's book this Mexican, place for all I give a shit yes he's he not- is is he he was in uh, Menudo. Menudo. Menudo was Mex- Mexican, wasn't it? Aren't they Colombian? Oh man! Now Ooh. we're gonna get. Now we're gonna get. Really anyway, what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Like, stars know, and bars. Stars and bars for life. <laughs> a good. A good friend. I have a good friend who's Peruvian, and I have a good friend who's Chilean, and nothing, nothing drives them up the wall like saying they're Mexican. Oh, my stepmom, my, <laughs> hey, my stepmom's Peruvian. Nothing drives her up the wall like saying she's Mexican. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Speci- specifically when you tell her she's Mexican yeah. for no reason you're like reminding her it's yeah. like hey don't forget you're yeah. fucking Mexican my, yeah. friend, my friend Jaime is half half Peruvian half Argentinian and I used to work in a flower warehouse where we had uh, like a, like like flowers off the stem or like fl- like flower that you took with rush rush cut flowers coming imported up from Colombia and we used to have Colombian flower Colombian flower. Pure white. Pure white Colombian flower. Anyway, but we had, we had a lot of migrant workers, like Mexicans that came up. But we used to, like, the worst people, because we're all teenagers. We used Is to he fucking call- Donald Trump now? Yeah. We used to call them the Amigos. Oh, no. Because there was, like, it was, like a, an There's no way this story's that- getting better. Yeah, this sounds this, bad. This story's going down. This story's going down. It was, going an, agency. On this one. It was Keith, an agency uh, that sent over these guys, but they were always, like, different people. Like, it was an agency. What do you mean, just- these guys? They were Mexicans. A, they were agency. <laughs> they weren't all Mexicans. Okay, okay. They mostly mostly Mexicans. Mexicans. Some of them were just like it was like. Say you wanted a job, right? Like you're like Stevie. like a temp agency. Yeah, like a temp agency, but for factory workers. That was it, or warehouse workers, I should say. Anyway, what made them the worst? What made them the worst is that because they were temps, they would just show. I mean, like, how much would you care about a job where you're like, hey, do this job for two days and then never come back? 
care a lot about it. I don't think you would. Probably I don't think anybody would. Care I don't about it more than my current job. I don't blame any of these guys for not giving. Not a this shit. job. They were literally like hands to fucking move boxes. Like that's they're here for two days. Then the next two days they would work at another place. It's a temp agency. Like that's these two days contracts. Anyway, and they were, and. Jaime used to work there too, and Jaime's half Peruvian, half Argentinian, and he gets so mad, and I was just sort of like, I was like, whatever, stop defending your people, Jaime. And it's the only time Jaime's ever, like, punched me, like, fucking hard. What? I was like, Jesus Christ, because he's like, they're not from Argentina or Peru. Like, wow. fuck yourself. I was like, ah. Keith, you know you're the biggest asshole in this story, ah. right? Yeah, you're the biggest like, asshole in this you're, story. In this story, you're kind of the asshole. He was complaining about them. But you're, like, throwing it out there. You're... Yeah, but maybe, see, maybe that's the thing. Maybe Argentinians are like, we're better than Mexicans. Oh, they like absolutely among, among No, Latinos. they absolutely Yeah, but for are. Keith to test that theory makes him the bad guy, though, I right, feel yeah, like. Yeah. A little bit, no. Yeah. I'm like, I, deserve, <laughs> I deserve shit. I don't think I deserve getting punched. In the face? No, like, like hard in the chest. Like, like yeah, that's I was not... like, Ugh! Like, I was like, winded myself. I was like, Ugh! I don't know a lot about Mexicans, but I do know a lot about Himalayans. Himalayans? Like Sherpas? Yeah. That's not the same part of the world. No, I don't know. I have a Himalayan spa across the street from my apartment. I just wanted to talk about We've talked about, about, about this. That's come up. About I've heard it. about that. I've like seen Sherpas. so many people come in and out of it recently, and it's just so exciting. Leland got to spend a few days in Guatemala. Not Guatemala. Fucking Guatemala. No. Guadalajara? Uh, Guadalajara recently. What's that? It's a place in Mexico. You've been to – now, you've had adventures in Tijuana. Yeah, I went to Tijuana. I TJ. really want to go to Tijuana. And you went with, with a, a fellow friend of ours, who I feel like you're a better friend too, and I wish it wasn't the case, because like, I love that guy. But you like spend time with his children, and I don't. I love his kids. Oh Brad God. Lavandier. Yeah. Brad, La- Brad Lavandier is a guy we have to have on this podcast for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. One day, we just got to have Brad on. Like, the fact that that guy stopped doing stand-up is just like a crime. I like, know, he's He's he such so an enjoyable funny. person. He's, he's so just a nice funny. guy. And you went, you've been to Tijuana multiple times, yes? Well, because T- yeah. Tijuana's like, just, just, just south of the border, right? right. But it's yeah, off of San Diego, of San Diego yeah. so right, right near San Diego, which weirds me out. The, ge- the geography of that just fucks me up because it's like that doesn't sound south to me. That you don't sounds... think that California goes all the way down, do you? I don't understand. <laughs> That's west. It's west of San Diego, isn't it? Or is it south? Southeast. But you're still just like crossing a bridge or it's something. Southeast. But you're, it's a bridge? There's a bridge to Tijuana. Dude, oh my God. How it's do you like, get there? It's a diagonal. It's, it's a diagonal. It's, it's a land. It's a land bridge. There's just a big wall. There's no bridge. Like you know, how New York is not immediately south of us. It's southwest of us. You know what I found out? You drive down last the coast. weekend. That Baltimore is north of Washington D.C. Walter <sighs> tripped out. Walter yeah. did not know that. Walter was like, Baltimore's right that. next to Washington. I'm like, I'm like no, yeah, I knew that. No, fuck you. I knew that because I've watched Homicide and The Wire. But why is that so crazy that it's because north? it seemed like it, I thought it like seemed like a more racy. I thought place, Baltimore. So I thought Baltimore was like the Washington. gateway to the south. I thought Baltimore. Well, okay, sure, I'll take it. But while anyway. they're being, he's like, we're nearly in the south. We like, were listening we're... to a Baltimore radio station, and it was the fucking best. Yeah, it was you so know what they good. Do in it was Baltimore? such a good I've, radio. I've never heard this. Maybe this is an American. They thing. kill people. They just kill people. No, like yeah. all no, no, every no. every day. What they'll do, and we heard multiple radio stations that did this. Live DJing. Live DJing. Like, they'll like, have, like, like it's like, like a hip hop rap station. Like, like the, the drive at five. They <laughs> have that? Not no. really. Really? You know, like, like someone like mixing. You know where we have that? Shit? The only like, time we have that is like is Saturday nights from 10 p.m. Yeah, like onwards on, on, on fucking like Mix Virgin yeah, 96. Yeah, they have to pick the right channel. Like usually 105.1 in New York, they might have that sometimes. And then like. We were listening to a really good one. 92.3 used to do that. Where like the guy, like the DJ will like splice in his own air horns yeah. and like drop his own name. And do medleys. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You, ever been to, you, ever, you ever spend time in Baltimore? 
Uh, honestly, I've been to the Baltimore Hooters. That's probably the only place that I've spent time. <laughs> the greatest, the greatest thing that happened while we were listening to these live DJ sets was like right in the middle of a song. The song gets low, like it turns, like you hear the volume go low, and the DJ's like, "This next part right here is my favorite." The guy goes, like, and then it turns up, like, and this, I was he's like, like, yes. like, "This, this is my favorite part right here." And you're listening to the radio, and you're like, "What?" Like, he lower, he lowers the level of the music. Yeah. This next part here is my favorite. That's I was like. Baller. It was <laughs> such a good radio. I was so entertained. We it was like yeah. two and a half hours of enter- driving into Washington just listening to this fucking Baltimore radio station. It was so fucking great. good. But that's I was like, great. you never hear that here. You never listen to Shome. I think in Detroit, <laughs> I think, I think Detroit that's popular. I'm Prob- sure. I would imagine. I, I think like George listens to a few Detroit radio stations, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've heard some of that like yeah. live DJing. And, yeah, and, this, and there was, and there was, was like, air was horns like prime, everywhere. Yeah, a lot of air horns. This was like prime like drive. Like This was like your drive home, and like multiple radio stations had these live DJs. Yeah, multiple. Yeah, exactly. We were a lot of times reggaeton stations will do that too. As we got into Washington, we got a reggaeton station. Yeah, we also got a radio t- reggaeton yeah. station. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a good. Sh- I love America so much. Like, there's like so America, much good honestly, shit. You know, what? people like to bash America outside of the states, but then they all tell me how they would. Love I know, but then I go America. there, and it's just, it's like my favorite thing in the world. But I think it's my favorite thing because I only go there for like a few days at a time. Like, I feel right. like if I was like subject to like you know, like when people come up here, it's like this is the best, and they come for like three days during July. I'm like, you're not spending the fucking winter here, right. like exactly, you know. Exactly. But you know what though. A lot of comics love to talk about, like, you know, oh, people are fat in the States. The States sucks, and all the laws suck, and all this sucks. And then they're all like, oh, I wish I had a visa. So exactly, I so I can make some there, fucking money, make yeah. Money there. I'm like, okay, well, We didn't yeah, see a lot of fat people. Washington, D.C. did not have fat people. No, there were a lot of black people, though. There were a lot of black people. Lots. A lot in Washington, D.C., there's a lot of black people. We went, and then, and then we go to the Foo Fighters concert. Not a single black person, That's as far as true. the eye can see. But I could there count. Was black Keith. There was, there was Black Keith. There, there was, was a guy who was dressed like. In exactly the same outfit as S- me. Swear to God, the <laughs> amount of audience members at the Foo Fighters concert. No shit. There was maybe like, I, like Foo Fighters und- so- less than ten, less than ten visible minorities I could see in the crowd, and then everybody working the concession stands and all the security, uh, yeah. black dudes, yeah. like, black dudes the, and ladies, except for the night shift, which were old white dudes, and then old white dudes at night, which was weird. Because yeah. City Field in New York, the where the Mets which play, which one? Okay. They, all the people who work at the concession stands are black and Latino or whatever, and then all the people who like usher you to your seats are old white people. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this has been a very dynamic. I feel like this has been a very frank and real conversation about the race dynamic in U.S. We, I feel like I, we've, we've done a really good, good job this here. Is a good I think follow up. Have to we our, done a good job? I think I we've know. done a great I think job. We've been three white guys talking about how much. It but I feel like I feel like none of us has said something really shitty yet. I did. How much time we have left in the podcast? Say something really shitty. We have like eight minutes. To do we have eight minutes to say something really shitty. I was gonna say that we we this is a follow up to our other racially charged episode because we were talking about uh, we were talking about Charleston last week with did we? yeah oh yeah we're, we're with George so it was okay yeah, man, have you heard his joke about Charleston no. no. Are you going to do George's material right now? No, I'm not going to do it. He's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, don't fuck. spoil the joke. George has been funny. We've been doing the Mont Royal Rumble, and George... George is so good. George has been doing this joke about the fucking Charleston shooting, and it's like, whew, it makes you tense, and then you laugh, and you're just like, damn. At most of what George says on stage makes me tense. Uh, like, He's real. That dude's yeah. real. He's very real. And that's why I'm really good friends with George, because George and I, we have real conversations. George had a lot of very nice things to say about you on this podcast. That's true. I did listen to that, and, and George defended Very me nice things. He said, <laughs> I think, quote, defended quote, one of the hardest working comics. Yeah, I so think is George. George is one of the hardest working. That's why me and George are very compatible, because all we do is fucking work when we hang out. We don't, like, hang out and sit around. If we're hanging out, we're hanging out and 
like working and doing two episodes, things. two half of the Priesty Boys. That's we've true. we've covered both halves yeah, of we the Priesty Boys. Yeah, we were best at Sketchfest this year. That's so dope. Then we we re- wrote that in 2011. No shit. And now it's finally getting recognition. Do you re- do you re-rent the costume every time? No, I bought the costume. You bought the costume. I own that I was, costume. Yeah, we were, I was poor as fuck, <laughs> selling drugs in Montreal, <laughs> trying, trying to live, and then I spent my goddamn bishop outfits. They were like three hundred fifty. Yeah, no bucks. shit, dude. Yeah, like you must have bought so them. You got a lot of wear out of them, though. Yeah, we've worn them a lot. Yeah, we've, we've used them. We've used them for shows, yeah. man. Every year we've done at least one show. So like I had, a, I had a fucking bachelor party like three, four years ago. I bought a blow up sex doll. I've used the shit out of that. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I've, had, I've used it as a prop in so many fucking oh, okay. things. Okay, okay. Yeah, as a prop, Keith. <laughs> Nobody thought you as a prop. Nobody thought you as a prop. Bullshit. Nobody thought you meant that. Shit out of that thing. I've used it so much. It's so worn. Have so much time left. Let me talk about the well, show. Well, then. we're gonna do five questions, then we'll plug. Do five or? questions, oh, okay, then we okay, wrap okay. up. Yeah, on then the show. you can plug whatever. I forgot about your five questions. They're so good. I it's don't the even best, know if it exists. It's the literal best the segment yeah, of the yeah, show. I, I was the f- I was one of the first five questions. First five questions. Now we have a difference. I've also decided. Oh shit! Yeah. Bets. I've also decided that we're good. I decided. R. I. P. Bets. Where you at, Bets? Hashtag R. I. P. Bets. Yo, Chris Bets, where you at? Yo, call this episode R. I. P. Bets, please. Oh my God, that's so. God, I miss Chris. I miss Chris so much. Sometimes I miss Chris so much. Sometimes I recently got to see him, so I don't. I made I made Scott Carter. I made Scott Carter my surrogate for for Chris Bets, but it's not the same thing. Then you shaved his head when he wasn't looking. When did you see Bets? I went to England in March, and I stayed with him for ten days. How was that, dude? It was amazing. Was he so awesome? It was like we never left each other we were just like He's old fuck. shoes oh, we were just man. fucking laughing and shit dude i took acid one night and we just laughed for like <laughs> hours about not and we were telling the dumbest jokes about like british rape it was awful it was and we were on a on a metro like on a, on a subway with a bunch of other english people and you're not allowed to talk on the tube it's like a it's like an unspoken rule people just sit there silently yeah everyone sits there silently and then and we're Dying laughing while I'm talking about how these like British celebrities were all raped by royalty. Oh yeah, yeah, that's like a real thing. Yeah, I know about that. And yeah. I wrote this whole great joke about how, I know like, that joke, the yeah. class system, yeah. Yeah. and how like yeah, so if, if you were raped by like the Queen's brother, you don't talk to people who were only raped by like TV hosts. <laughs> so, you know, anyway, so we were la- we're dying laughing about this, and it made me realize like yo, I the, he's like. The coolest person. Yeah, to just, I miss like, hanging out of anybody else who's like left this scene and gone somewhere else. Like I, there's nobody that I miss really yeah. aside from bets. Yeah. Like, anyway. Yeah. So what's the five I've, questions? I've also Sorry. decided, Walter, that we're gonna st- change the five questions every twenty-five episodes. That's fair. I think I, I was originally thinking fifty. They're, they're getting pretty fucking stale now. Fifty. So. It's also it's way too many. That's like almost two years. Yeah. Like it's like fucking super stupid. So we're doing new questions for Steve. No. Like, All right. Fuck it. <laughs> Because <laughs> we're at 90. We're so close to 100. We're going to change the questions at 100. What, Walter, what are the questions? Uh, fashion is the first one. Best person ever. No, that's the third one. Fuck. What, what did you want to be when you grow up? At what age? Man. Um, I'm going to say grade six. Go through like from okay, age, well, go through from like age about, six to ten. How about this? I'll start from age six. Age six is a great place to start. And age, at age six, I got a book. Christmas tree farm. No, I got a book, a Dr. Seuss book, a fill-it-out-yourself book, and I wrote in it. It said, when I grow up, I want to be, and I remember I asked my mom, I said, what is Billy, what is Billy Madison? And she was like, he's a comedian. What like, is like, Billy Madison? What is Billy like, Madison? He's a man-child. Well, well the thing was, like, she didn't know, I didn't know Adam Sandler. You know, she, she was like, Adam Sandler, he's a comedian, and whatever. And I was like, I don't know how to spell that. And so I tried to write it, and I wrote C-U-M-Y-D-I-U-M, a comedian. 
I think I've seen that photo. Come, have you posted yeah, that, posted that photo? Yeah, I've seen that. It's like, yeah, that's going to be in the film that I'm working on. Come, like, Edian. Man, that's a brilliant piece of artwork. I went, when I was six years old, I you wanted wrote the to word be a, "come." That was great. I wrote "come" first yeah. of all. But I wanted to be a comedian. <laughs> I want. That's what I wanted. I just wanted the attention and making people laugh. That's all. And I wanted you to did do. a cum joke. It was great. And then at age nine, I wanted to be a baseball player. And then at age ten, I was a kiss ass, and I wanted to be a teacher. And then <sighs> at how age, long did that last? That lasted like a year. I and wanted then, to be a teacher for most of my childhood. I can remember really? those But I periods. never told teachers that because I thought that was a kiss-ass no, I was only the one teacher. He was Mr. Johnson, and he was such a dope dude. He had such a dope beard and mustache. There's always one cool like, teacher. Right? There's always like, one. And he taught us bird watching, and we used to just sit in the woods. That with, guy was like, a stoner. Dude, fucking guaranteed. Guaranteed stoner. Fucking <laughs> he taught you bird watching? Dude, we sat there with <laughs> binoculars, and we'd be like, binoculars. Oh, 60 degrees northwest, there's a falcon perched on a branch. It's like, and all the other kids are like, well, let me look. They're fucking binoculars. Dude, I want to be that guy so bad. So I wrote in my yearbook, social studies teacher. That's what I wanted to be. Then then when I was in like eighth grade, I definitely wanted to be like a rap, like a a musician, not a rapper, like a a rock musician. And then like by 11th grade, I was like, I want to be a rapper. And then finally in college, I stopped rapping when I became a comedian. But then you started. But then you still you kept rapping. I still rap, but it's as a comedian. It's different. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. That's a good answer. Worst fashion choice you ever made. Worst fashion choice I ever made was when I was six years old at that same birthday. All goes back. You made a choice at six. Yeah, my parents used to let me uh, wear whatever I wanted. That was like, well, my mom didn't. My mom used to like dress me and pick out clothes. But then when I went out with my dad, I would be like, all right, I'm gonna wear whatever I want now, and I'm gonna do whatever I want. So I got this keychain for my birthday. Your dad seems like a really big disciplinarian. Yeah, he didn't care at all. (laughs) (laughs) We went out to city limits. He was more. He was more like he cared more that it was embarrassing that like there he had to. So you would learn with like a fucking kid with like a shitty shit on his head. It was. like this, um, it was like a, an alien spacecraft, like a UFO thing, and on the bottom, for some reason, there was like an opening. I don't know what you're supposed to put it on, but I put it on my head, and I was like, I'm wearing the alien. There's like a little alien man inside a UFO on top of my head, and I'm like, and we, and we went and ate at the city limits diner in White Plains, I remember, and my brother was crying. My brother's like, I don't want to sit next to him. He's got the alien on. It's not right. And my dad was like... Can you take it off? And I was like, no. And he's no. like, all right. No, I don't know. <laughs> I guess we're all eating in distress. Just look, look, looks at your brother and he's like, I tried. I he's fucking like, I tried. He's like, Joey, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> that was you know, and that was only the worst one that year. Like your older year, brother is crying. My like older brother was crying. Yeah, my older brother was like very emotional. He would cry about like a lot of shit like that. Like if I, if I embarrassed him, he would start crying. Like if I took a French fry from my brother, we went to McDonald's. He was right, my brother's fat. Right, my brother's like three hundred pounds. So like we would get McDonald's right, and I'd get a Happy Meal, and he'd get Biggie size. He was six or something. I was like four, and he'd get Biggie size. Right, he always wanted. Big, he'd cry if he couldn't get Biggie size. <laughs> So I take one of his French fries, and it was a gigantic. Oh, no, 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 I took him. He, he, he. Oh my god, this is the funniest fucking story. <laughs> he had French fries, like a biggie sized French fries, and he and he taught me take one out of my little happy bag that was like really long. Yeah, I had a really long French fry in my happy meal French fries, and he had a tiny French fry in his biggie sized French fries, and he flipped out, being like, "Mine are supposed to be biggie sized. Why did he get a bigger fry?" <laughs> 
great. So yeah, those are like childhood stories of mine. That's that's where I come from. You've had <laughs> this is great because like I think we're gonna be able to put this episode out and you know, feel like we have to. We, we've in, previously <laughs> gone into the Spinola like, family archives in, in other episodes one. and we we've not oh been able to release this. So this is gold. This okay, is so gold. listen to this. Listen to next, this. Next question. Question four is some fucking. Bullshit. We did three questions already. Yeah. yeah. Right. What was the third question? Oh no no third question is who's the greatest person of all time? Yeah. You can't think about it. Joey's fucking <laughs> <laughs> the kid cries over Biggie sized French fries. That's the greatest person of all time. Now, the greatest person of all time is actually this kid named Justin Flanagan, who reminds me a lot of my brother. He's this comedian from New York, and the dude doesn't realize that I admire him so much. And I think it would like scare him a little if he found out. I'm gonna tag him in this. Dude, I share his I shared one of his statuses today. The guy is just brilliant. He's just the most brilliant, like like bag of shit. In the world, he he goes on stage at one of these shows, and the audience wasn't listening, and he just goes, "Oh, I get it. Yeah, it's because I'm from New Jersey, and I sound like a trash can." (laughs) (laughs) And the whole room erupted. Like people weren't listening. All just like turned and were like, "What the fuck did that guy sound like a trash can?" (laughs) Yeah, the guy. He's just brilliant. There's just something about. He's the greatest person in the whole world. Justin Flanagan. Justin Flanagan. (laughs) Hashtag Justin Flanagan. At, at, I think his I think his fucking at Twitter is at King Squagatoes or something. <laughs> of course it is. All right. Like that. So anyway, this is some bullshit. This question is fucking bullshit. Who's it from? It's from George and Morgan. There you go. This is great. This is no, this is good. like like literally like you planned it. What is the format of your live comedy show to be performed at ZooFest? Oh, I have two. Oh, I have two. oh, you know what? That is the fucking question, Walter. Pretend like you don't have any shows. And but he has like, two pretend of them. Like, pretend a, like the one there you on. started comedy last week, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm going to be a huge star, and like you can do whatever the fuck you want, which is basically how you run your life as it is. <laughs> you know what's funny? But, we know someone who runs their life like that. There was a guy who I used to do comedy with like all the time Chris and Betts. took me to New York my first time, oh. and he ended up going to jail for several years and then recently contacted me on Facebook and was like, hey, I'm going to be doing an hour show at the Rialto this summer called Black Slave. And I was like, yeah, do that for sure. <laughs> that's basically I what you think just I know. So I that's think what I, know, I would do. I think I know the person we're you talking know about. Talking about. Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. That gonna... would be the format mm-hmm. of my show. It would be an hour-long show at the Rialto called Black Slave. <laughs> and it would just be one white guy doing an hour of material that I just wrote in jail for the last two years. An hour? <laughs> we're going to talk about this afterwards. <laughs> that's, what he claimed. that's what he claimed. The guy's coming. He's like, he's like you're, you're not going to see it. I'm going to be the biggest thing. I'm doing my new hour at Rialto Theater. I was like, dude, you haven't done comedy in like four years. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. What's the question? So pretend, though. That's my answer. That story didn't happen. You're going to do answer. that? That's what you're going to do? That's yep. what I would do. You're going to do Black long, Slave? I mean, and Black Slave at the Rialto Coming to 2016. And, and you're going to choose your own venue, too. You're yeah, going to choose my like, own venue at ZooFest, obviously. No, okay, I'll tell you, what, my two ZooFest shows, one was the Mont Royal Rumble, and the, and the format, They when they told you last week, they didn't even know the format. We came what up do you with mean the, they? Uh, George and Morgan? Yeah, they knew. No, the format changed completely <laughs> to the time, and they weren't even the ones. Me and Mike Patterson run the show. I created the show, and then Mike Patterson just takes over and just like yes. does whatever he wants. Sounds about right. And it's great. It's amazing. And, like so, what happened was this year we Nick Patterson's the host. He's the wrestling host. We have two celebrity judges. Yeah, well, fucking uh, Shay Math, uh, not Shay Matthews. Uh, well, he was one of them. No, uh, Big Magic. Uh, Big Magic. Uh, fucking Big Magic. Shane Matthews. Uh, uh, Matthews, yeah, yeah, and so, yeah. and the other guy, Brad Alexis. Oh, Brad. oh, oh shit. yeah, Brad yeah. Alexis is yeah. the best. Dude, we have to have him on the show. Speaking Man, of another person so we have on the show, and so they sit there and they have Melvin this, Jones. 
Velvet, but he doesn't. He's not Velvet Jones. He's, he's Brad different. Alexis. He's a different character. He's Brad time. Alexis. It's someone else. Yeah, and so he goes on. They they sit there next to a comedian celebrity judge. So the jo- the judge who is a wrestler is supposed to sit there and be like, "I hated it, brother. I hate all your comedy and I hate everything." And then the guy who's a comedian sits there and goes. I like it. And they just both say the same thing Wait, every the judging time. is rigged? Yeah, the judging is all – everything's fixed. The whole show is fixed. The whole show's at work. Yeah, yeah dude. And then, and then the audience is the third judge. And then <laughs> Nick Patterson – and they, the two judges give numbers, and then the audience gives their reaction. Nick Patterson comes up with a fake number. He goes <laughs> – then he goes, I, uh, I did graduate sixth grade math, so I'm going to do some math in my head now. And then he just does the wrong math, adds up a wrong number, and then makes the other two comedians on the other team dream drink for that many seconds, whatever the number he added up was. <laughs> huh? Then at the end of the show, all the comedians go on stage, and they're like, okay, so who do you think won, asking the judges? Like, which team won the show? And the judges are just like, it's too hard to decide. And then the wrestling judge goes, I don't know who the winner is, but I know who the loser is. And that's you, Nick Patterson. And then he takes Nick Patterson and fucking suplexes him on the goddamn stage. Jesus Christ. Dude, it's the funniest goddamn... Nick Patterson gets hurt every time. Time, and it's hilarious every time. Patterson was on one episode of my fucking Fringe Fest show. And, got and, guess, and guess what? He got fucking hurt, dude. He, he didn't get well. He, he had a couch thrown on him. He got, he he, <laughs> that, he, he was he, in the audience, and then they threw a couch into got, the audience. He got slammed. He got slammed on the desk by the Green Phantom, and then the Green Phantom <laughs> threw a fucking couch on him. Oh like, and then I, later later on, I was like. Nick, man, are you okay? Like, you got a couch thrown on, and he's like, I'm fine. That is so goddamn funny. My, okay, but what's – what's okay, I think that show – So that was it. That was the what is the ne- – okay, but what is the other show? Oh, the other show. The other Zoo Fest show. The other Zoo Fest show, the one I'm here to plug right now, is the Cannaboys Comedy Hour. Cannaboys. I do smoke a lot of weed, and I, I – Really? I, yeah, we didn't talk about that in this podcast. That's probably for the best. There was a moment where I took my microphone off to ask him to stop smoking. <laughs> oh, that was right in the beginning, <laughs> that was that, too. Right at the beginning right of the, the show. Right at the beginning, yeah. Um, well, the smell is dissipated, though, so that's good. It's a vaporizer. Or maybe I've just gotten used to it. I don't know. No, it's a vaporizer. So the uh, No, it's a vaporizer. The, <laughs> the show is a weed-themed show. I have Mike Rita coming from Toronto. Which I've previously hosted in this venue. That's true. You hosted it. I barely venue. remember it. Yeah, that was such a... I wasn't there because I was much like Montreal. When you guys were like booked up against game six or game seven. Oh, yeah, you went up against playoff hockey. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, fuck, I feel bad for you. I was like, hey, we had had 13 people here who were fucking great crowd. We had a ton of giveaways. Ton of giveaways, and it was great. I feel like whoever was there was probably like, they were soaked. Like, whoever came out was probably. There was that one guy on acid. Yeah. Who, who really liked my corduroy coat? And the girl who got fired here, she was on acid too. Okay, now you, and then you did, now you just did, and it, it's fine. I don't give really you care. Well, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I was like about to get upset. I was like, I don't care. I don't know what she got fired, and she was on acid, and she was dope. I liked her before she got fired. Was she on acid too? That night she was on. They acid, were both yeah. on acid, eh? Yeah, they her and her There was one guy who kept touching my coat all night, being like, "What's the deal with your coat?" And it was just like a corduroy coat. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, it looks yeah, like a corduroy like, coat that you got from you, from me, from you, from <laughs> that was left over. <laughs> I, keep, I tell people that room, I'm like, you know, you like this coat. You know where it's from? Steve Spinola's fucking closet, and it was left over from an old roommate. It's a third hand coat. Sometimes you gotta just be nice to Steven Spinola so you can get some good coat. It's, it's a good jacket. The buttons are fucked, but it's a good jacket. A so jacket. What's, what's, the, what's the format of Cannaboys? So Cannaboys is just me and my roommate, Evan. We smoke a bunch of weed. And the guy from Toronto. I like it. Mike, Mike Rita from Toronto. Evan's your roommate? Evan's my roommate. I like it. Mike Rita from Toronto is hosting the show. Evan, he's going to do about 15 minutes off the top. Evan and I are both doing about 20 minutes. And we were hoping to have some grinder giveaways uh, at the show. But my grinders that I had sent here were seized by the U.S. border. Surprise! 
and my girlfriend's really upset about it because yeah. it had her address on it, but oh. it's whatever. It's a whole thing. And, and but so, it's a grinder. You'd be like, it's for her. It was pla- first of all, it was plastic. And they, but they, the, the U.S. government, they sent us a letter being like, you sent 200 drug grinders, blah, blah, blah. Basically, they said we could just forfeit it, and it's not going to be a problem. So I'm just – I'm losing money, though. I lose all the money I can't spent you say, on like, you can't, you can't just, like, write back to them and be like, it's for tobacco products only? Isn't that how, like, like fucking head shops get away with it? If my girlfriend – We should not discuss this, actually. It, if my girlfriend had nothing to do with it, I might be crazy enough to do something like that, but I'd rather just not even deal with That's the fair. U.S. government. We should probably not talk about this anymore. Yeah, it's probably – Probably for the best. Why? What are you worried about? Well, I'm worried about you being like, you can't put this episode out. Well, no, my girlfriend's going to be upset if she hears this part, but... Eh. She would no one will make it this far. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's going to make it this far. Probably not. <laughs> Unless they skip the middle part and just go... And honestly, I was the idiot, you know? She didn't do anything wrong. I fucking tried to have drug grinders sent to her house. You, like you, you 100% could have gotten that up here. <laughs> no, I know, for sure. Yeah. 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 But I tried to have them ordered for cheap from China to the U.S. and then from Still the U.S. Still couldn't right to, here. You remember how yeah. we got a bunch of free ones for this, the show we did here? Yeah, but they didn't have – see, the ones I ordered, I had ones with my face on them. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. shit. That was <laughs> Jesus I had, And I had ones that said Cannaboy's Comedy Hour. How about uh, that? They were dope grind. They were really cool. But anyway. Anyway. So we're going we're gonna to give Live away. and learn. Yeah, so now I'm going to – instead of giving out grinders of the show, we're giving out uh, sheets of paper from the U.S. government that say – uh, we seized 200 grinders from Steve's <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah, isn't it? So you have to ask a question to our future guest also, Stevie. Oh, that's the fifth question? That's your final. Fifth question is your fifth question, question is, to the next what guest. What question would you like to ask our next guest? We don't know who the next guest is. Yo. Honestly. <sighs> shit. This is hard. That's hard. You just do that to people? Yeah, yeah all the like, time. Yeah, and, and it usually goes times. like this. Really? Every time? Yep. Sometimes uh-huh. people are very snappy with it, yeah. which makes me suspicious. Uh-huh. I think they have them ready. Like, like fucking John Bennett had one ready. Okay. We're just going to banter My while you My question is, would you like to go to the Cannaboys Comedy Hour on well, July no. 26th, 28th, no. 29th, 30th, 31st, or August 1st at the Catacombs at 10 p.m. as part of ZooFest? What if it's after that, though? Yeah. You got to have a timeless question. Oh. Timeless. Um, would you like to come to Cannaboys next year when we do our <laughs> show at ZooFest? Because inevitably they're going to have us back because we're so dope. How about this? How about I alter your question? What are your suggestions to make the Cannaboys show better next year? Oh, fuck. What? what? You know what? That's a shitty question, too. That's a garbage question. I was going to say it was a good question, ultra but then I just specific. thought of it as too specific. specific. And people are going to be like, we don't like, know what, that What show. is that? What is that? What is that? that, that I was like, think? okay, well, we're going to pause right now. We're going to play uh, you an hour <laughs> of the last episode. Okay, come on. Come on. Come on, Stevie. Like, imagine, okay. Imagine. All right, ginger ale, Canada Dry, or Schweppes. Don't get swept away. Don't get swept away. <laughs> ginger ale? Yeah, ginger ale, Canada Dry, or Schweppes. To this day, when I see Nick Brazau's name, I think of the first time you told me Nick Brazau. What? Brazawi. Brazawi wowie. How you, how you pronounce it the first time? Like, why are you putting an e, an, an e sound at the end? Brazawi wowie, that's why. So, you really want to know what kind of ginger ale? Yeah, I want to know. Canada Dry or Schweppes? What's your favorite ginger ale? Do we have to say Schweppes? Yeah, that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, Canada Dry or Schweppes? I've never had Schweppes. You bitch! Oh! <laughs> I'm, I'm writing this so badly, Schweppes. How have you never had Schweppes? Sarah just said she's never had Schweppes before in her life. I like the Schweppes. They I've used to have had, it. I've only ever had soda. Wow. Schweppes just came out with a new dark ginger ale. It's just got more sodium and sugar in it. You think so? Stevie, did you I ever know have... I so. I looked at the labels. Did you ever have the raspberry Schweppes? <laughs> yes. Oh, that, so was, that was... I, that, I like that a lot. That was so good. I was so into that when I was a kid. Raspberry Where did that go? Schweppes. What happened to it? 
Is it still available? In the no. They still have them here. I don't think they have it here anymore. The raspberry I, shit was the best. Might be I seasonal. I fucking might be loved like it. And it, like ginger, the thing about ginger ale is it feels healthy. Yeah. yeah. Like, com- and I think it is compared to cola. Like, I don't think it's very healthy, but no. compared to dark cola, I think it is. No. Remember how much ginger ale I used to drink in college? Only ginger ale. Only ginger ale. I remember you basically used to not drink. There's a video online Stevie's, of like Stevie's all and, but like you but you, right but you were out of your mind too like like everything else in your life like you went crazy with the ginger ale yeah. and like I'd go to your place and there'd be like fucking like cases of ginger cases ale. of ginger ale. cases to, literal I cases to, I used to f- stockpile that stockpile. shit I used to buy out the Provigo on Park yeah I remember you told me that and anybody else who would tell me that I'm like you're full of shit and that can't be true <laughs> you told me that I'm like that's fucked up why'd you do that I, one time I told somebody that and they were like no way I was like yeah go over there go try and buy some Schweppes <laughs> <laughs> go do it I dare you. <laughs> They went and there was none. They were like, we don't have any. And I remember, like, at, like in the at the height of your insanity, at one point, like you seriously, I think you seriously told me at one point, like, I gotta cut down on the fucking ginger ale. Yeah, man. <laughs> you gotta cut down on the fucking ginger ale. I stopped drinking ginger ale for the like boys. So let's run, July twenty. Plug, plug your shit again. July twenty sixth, twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, thirty first, August first, ten p.m. At and Ad August first. Yep. Oh wow! Right into August, eh? Yeah. Tons of cannon boys, and that's and okay. That was a Saturday show, though. So get your tickets good. in advance, right? You should get weird, tickets in advance. Because it's the weird ZooFest thing uh, you have tickets you, in advance. Yeah, we set it up because potheads are potheads so that you can come. If you bring a credit card, there's going to be a certain number of credit card tickets at the door. But still get your tickets in advance. Try to get them in advance. Because ZooFest doesn't like to have tickets in advance. Most of the shows don't. Yeah, what's the story with that? Why can't you get it in advance? Whatever, anyway. that's not a podcast. It's not a podcast. <laughs> it's not a podcast question. Uh, Stevie, thank you thank for you being out. here you and not being a piece of shit. Hey man, I t- I tried so hard to be a piece of shit, and it just you didn't did, work and out. then it worked. I just this, bombed. This was okay. I bombed at being a piece of shit. I expected it to be angrier at the end of this. You feeling okay, Walter? I feel all right. I Thanks got for pretty, coming to I got pretty mad at your girlfriend for not drinking schweppes. <laughs> 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 Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure, as always, to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?